venture to say that all of us here, we all desire to hear the voice of Jesus. We all desire to have religious experience. Well, here's the good news. Jesus is alive and risen, and so the voice of the Good Shepherd is a living voice that we can still hear today. Jesus is the Good Shepherd who calls his sheep by name. His sheep hear his voice and follow after him. Now, it's been since 2014 that I've shared part of my vocation story, so I'm going to share some of it again. I know we have a lot of new people. <coughs> I want to share how, how I first heard the voice of the Good Shepherd calling me to the priesthood. You know, I grew up at 159th and all, two miles down the road. We moved there in 1977. It was a summer day. And guess what? In the 80s, in the summer, we didn't have all the electronic devices to constantly distract us. So as the urban kids, we would get bored. And so I was bored one summer day. And there on the coffee table in our living room were some magazines about the married old missionaries. And I picked them up, and no, I did not read them. I looked at the pictures, and I thumbed through and was seeing pictures of missionaries in Africa and South America. And these thoughts came to mind. Maybe I could do that. Maybe I could be a missionary and go to Africa or South America. And what welled up in my heart was this desire to do something meaningful with my life, to possibly become a priest. And so the way Jesus, the Good Shepherd, first spoke to me was to put a desire in my heart and a Holy Spirit-inspired thoughts. I remember thinking, okay, if my faith is most important, what is the greatest thing I could do for Jesus? And for me, the answer came to be a priest. Now, Thomas Kirstein, in his book, Disconnected, said, Kids today no longer feel boredom because they're constantly distracted by their devices. So guess what? Our young people today are never really pondering those ultimate questions. What is my purpose? Why am I here? Where is God leading me? Interestingly, Thomas Kirsting says, boredom is the mental fertilizer that the mind so desperately needs. We need to enter into that silence, into sometimes the boredom, to really ponder and listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd. How else does God speak to us? Many ways we hear the voice of the Good Shepherd. One is through the Scripture. The Bible is not a dead word, but the living word of God. Many saints heard the voice of the Good Shepherd calling them to the Scripture. Think of St. Augustine. Okay? He was in the throes of lust. And he heard the voice of the young boys say, pick up and read. He opened the Scripture to Romans chapter 13, and this is what he read. Let us conduct ourselves properly as in the day. Not in orgies and drunkenness, not in promiscuity of licentiousness, not in rivalry or jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. And Augustine read that, and he was pierced to the heart, and he converted on the spot. St. Anthony of the Desert, the father of monasticism, was coming to church to Mass in the early centuries, and he heard the gospel of the rich young man where Jesus
and singing in the the desert with spirits by the living word of God, read in the scripture, and he left Mass that day and followed Jesus into the desert and became the father of monasticism. We as Catholics need to incorporate more daily scripture, not just reading the Bible, but praying the scripture. Last Sunday, I preached about how we reflect on scripture that bears repeating. Remember the four R's the school of faith gives us to pray the scripture, to read, reflect, relate, and make a resolution. So begin just with the daily gospel for Mass. And open your heart, invite the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Remember, prayer is not just talking to God, but also listening to the Lord. And so we read scripture. We reflect on it. When a word or phrase strikes us, we ponder and we chew on it. And then we relate to God whatever is stirring in our heart. And we conclude by making a resolution. Lord, I heard you say this to me, and now this is how I want to live it out. How else do we hear the voice of the shepherd? Right here in the liturgy. I can again get my own testimony. I was in Chicago at a mass, and the thoughts overcame me during the mass. Maybe I could be up here hearing a priest. God called me in the context of the liturgy. Think about how Jesus told his apostles. He was walking on the seashore, encountered his apostles, and invited them. Come follow me. Okay, it's here, the Mass, in a sense, is our seashore, and it's here that we have a living encounter with Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, and as we draw close to Jesus, as we enter into communion with him, we hear his voice. Jesus can call us right here in the liturgy. But strikingly, 75% of American Catholics stay away from the liturgy. So how are we? Then we wonder, why am I not hearing the voice of the good shepherd? I also think we often come to Mass with such low expectations. Sometimes we approach Mass as something like, okay, I want to get that out of the way so I can get on with the rest of my day. Do I come to Mass with the expectation that I will hear the voice of the good shepherd and prepare my heart, Lord, speak to me today, through the readings of the Mass. You know, Teresa of Avila, she even said, I take one thing home from me every Mass that I go to from a homily, even if the preacher is a very poor preacher. God can use the preacher in some way to speak to me. And so we listen with an open heart here at the Mass. I also think as Americans, we are so quick to move on to the next thing. And we don't really stop and ponder what we're doing. And so I invite our first communicants that when you receive Holy Communion, you go back to your pew, and the image we should have is John the Apostle who had the Last Supper rested his head on the breast of Jesus. Imagine listening to the heartbeat of Jesus that we've just received the Lord in Holy Communion, and so this is a moment that we're in communion with Jesus. Don't let that moment just pass away. That in that moment, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I just received you into my life. Finally, we can hear the living voice of God today in the church. Remember, Jesus promised to send the Holy 
said, the Holy Spirit will remind you of all that I told you. One of the greatest treasures St. John Paul gave us was the Catechism of the Catholic Church. This is the definitive deposit of the faith. And so if you ever wonder, Jesus, what is your voice today? How do I hear you? How am I reminded of all that you told us? We study the Catechism. Father Mike Schmitz had one of the number one podcasts in the United States a couple of years ago when he created the podcast, The Bible in the Year. Now Father Mike Schmitz has created The Catechism in the Year, a beautiful way to study the Catechism and listen and be reminded of all that Jesus told us and taught us. I'll just conclude with this, that it was through the church through the people of God that I often heard God's call to the priesthood. First, through my own parents. During the summer, we would sit outside and listen to the royals, and I remember, now, that may not be a popular thing today. <laughs> I'm kind of a fairly okay. But I remember my dad simply saying, Brian, have you ever thought about becoming a priest? Moms and dads, are we proposing the question to our children, encouraging them? The thing that would make my heart as a pastor so happy is if we got a religious vocation from St. Michael. We were founded almost 25 years ago, and we don't have a priest yet from our parish. I'm praying for a vocation to the priesthood or to religious life to have young girls think about becoming religious sisters. When I was in Chicago, so after I graduated college, I remember thinking about the priesthood. I got the mass in the little and this elderly lady, I'd never seen her before, her sits behind me, and she tapped me on the shoulder, and she said, I can sense things about people. Are you a seminarian studying to be a priest? And I went back, and I said, Lord, you were speaking to me to that little old lady. I also think she kind of looked like one of those old ladies that probably says that to every other guy she said. <laughs> But she said it to me at the right time. Okay, in my time in the seminary, I have to say, like, I was filled with a lot of doubt. I didn't have a lot of peace. And so after being in the seminary five years, I left the seminary. I came back to Kansas City and started working as an engineer. And I was assigned out to on a project at KCI Airport. They were pouring new concrete aprons around the terminals. This is in the 90s. And before they put the concrete down, they were excavating, they were putting in these storm sewers underground. And I remember they started working around the clock. It was 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm sitting in my truck as the inspector of all this construction. And the soil tester gets it in my truck at 2 in the morning and he says, Can I ask you a personal question? He said, now let me get this right in your story. You were in college for four years, then you went to the seminary for five years. He says, why are you sitting in this truck in the middle of the night watching these contractors fill these trenches with dirt when you could be doing so much more for other people? And it was like the Holy Spirit again slapping me in the face saying, what are you doing with your life? Again, pondering those ultimate questions. The point today is the Good Shepherd, his voice is a living voice, and he's calling, he's speaking to each one of us. And like the blessed
adopted mother, we would have said, yes, Lord, be it done to me according to your will, because we know God wills our happiness. And Jesus, following after him, he is the path to happiness and life. Let's pray today for vocations, especially from our parish and for the good of our family.